from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here with you on The Look Ahead. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. One of my favorite conversations to have is on the college football playoff and what if. And I actually think that this year, much like we've seen every year, we're going to struggle to find a fourth team, maybe even a third team. I've said this when the first rankings came out. Don't stress it. Don't argue about it. These things are going to play itself out. And what usually happens is we know who one and two are, and we're struggling to find teams to kind of fill the rest of the slots. And I think we could be headed there. I think there's absolute chaos that is set to come. Chaos meaning, I think Cincinnati loses a game. Probably to Houston in the American Championship game. I think Oregon might lose. To Utah, either in the regular season or in the championship game. And I just think we could head towards a chaotic scenario that could very well see a two-loss team get in. But let's talk about where we are right now and where we could be in the coming weeks. The college football playoff ranking will come out on Tuesday. The Associated Press poll has already come out. In the AP poll, we have Georgia at number one, Alabama two, 
Cincinnati three, Oregon four, Ohio State five, Notre Dame six, Michigan State seven, Michigan eight, Oklahoma State nine, Ole Miss 10, Baylor 11, Oklahoma 12, Wake Forest 13. In the college football playoff rankings last week, there's no change in the top four because they all won. Georgia beat Tennessee 41-17. They're still going to be number one. Alabama with a blowout victory over New Mexico State. They're still going to be number two. Oregon defeated Washington State. They're still going to be number three. And Ohio State blew out Purdue. They're still going to be number four. Cincinnati beat South Florida. And they should stay at number five. But Michigan beating Penn State might warrant them, you know, I I could see them flip-flopping Michigan and Cincinnati. No reason to do it right now. The Big Ten's going to play itself out. No reason to set yourself up for any arguments over why you had a team leapfrog Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati's going to get left over eventually. But there's no reason to even do it now. So there'll be no change there. Michigan will stay at six. Michigan State will stay at seven. Oklahoma at eight lost. So, Notre Dame will move up to number eight. Oklahoma State will then go to number nine. And then at number 10, you could have Wake Forest, who was number 12 but one because you have Texas A&M lost to Ole Miss. You could put Baylor from 13, move them to 10, And then Oklahoma down to maybe, so I would say this is what I would do. I would have Notre Dame at seven, or Notre Dame at eight, excuse me. Oklahoma State goes up to nine. And then I would have Baylor up at number 10. I would have Wake Forest up at number 11. I would put Oklahoma at 12 and Ole Miss at 13. I could see a scenario where Ole Miss goes up to number 12 and Oklahoma goes to 13. But this is all that matters. Is that all these teams that are ranked in this kind of jumble here will all eliminate each other. The Big Ten will eliminate itself. And what I mean by that is there's only going to be one team that's going to get ranked in the top four. And that's likely going to be Ohio State. Ohio State plays Michigan State this week and Michigan next week prior to the Big Ten championship game. The one-loss Big Ten chip is in the college football playoff. So, with losses, what you're going to see is you're going to see, let's say, let's let's just make it simple. As simple as we can make it. Ohio State wins their next three games. They beat Michigan State. They beat Michigan. They beat Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship game. 
Okay. Well, now Michigan and Michigan State are out of this mix. They are not in the top four. We eliminate them. Let's say, so now, look, right now, if the four that are currently in the top four win out, it's as easy as that. This is your four. Well, it can't happen because Alabama and Georgia play each other. So let's say that Georgia beats Alabama now. Who's the fourth team to get in? And this is going to be the argument. Assuming Oregon and Ohio State win out, is your fourth team going to be two loss Alabama? And I think right away the answer is no. Because if Georgia's number one, you're not going to have Alabama be number four because that would mean that Georgia and Alabama would have a rematch. But we just saw that game in the SEC championship game. And Georgia won. And Alabama is now a two-loss team. They would be out. Now, if Alabama beats Georgia, completely different scenario. They both get in. Alabama goes to number one. Georgia falls to number three. They're the only rematch that would happen is if they played each other in the, in the national championship game, not in the semifinal. So, let's say Georgia beats Alabama. We're str- we need to find a fourth team. Alabama's not going to be that fourth team. Your choices are going to be undefeated Cincinnati, one loss Notre Dame, one loss Big 12 champion. I don't think one loss Wake Forest gets in because the ACC is very weak. There's no ranked opponents in the ACC besides Wake Forest. Oh, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's ranked as well. But if, let's say, Wake Forest beats Pitt in the championship game, Wake Forest is a one-loss ACC champ. Looking at the ACC this year, Clemson down season, although Clemson could very well beat Wake Forest, and then it's a moot point anyway. But let's just say Wake Forest beats Clemson. Clemson will be a four-loss a, a four team. It's just not impressive. Um, Pittsburgh would be a three-loss team with a win. So the weakness of the conference definitely hurts Wake Forest. And they don't have that marquee win like Oregon does. Because, you know, when you compare the ACC to the Pac-12, that's they're both bad conferences this year. And the marquee win right now for Wake Forest is against a then number 16 NC State. But you still lost to North Carolina. Well, that would be like Oregon losing to Stanford. But Oregon has the best win. So Wake Forest, I, I don't think they have a, 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 a path to the playoff, even if they are a one-loss conference champion. So your choices are undefeated Cincinnati, one lost Notre Dame, and boy, how would that conversation go? Imagine putting one lost Notre Dame in ahead of undefeated Cincinnati when Cincinnati beat them straight up. I just don't think you can do that. 
So in order to keep Cincinnati out of the playoff, because I don't think the committee wants to see Cincinnati in as a group of five team. And I know it's maybe unfair because, hey, they're undefeated. They played their conference schedule and they tried to schedule tough out-of-conference games. They they beat Indiana. It's not their fault Indiana stinks, but they beat Notre Dame. And it's Notre Dame, man. But I don't think the committee wants them in. And so if you're going to keep out Cincinnati, you have to keep out Notre Dame as well. And so that would leave you with a one-loss Big 12 champ. If it's Oklahoma State, okay. Oklahoma State has been their top 10 team right now. They would have wins, two wins over Oklahoma. Or a win over Oklahoma and a win over Baylor. Or could it be the Sooners? It's going to be really interesting to see. Hey, the vid, the VEASAN midseason football special is here. For only $99, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com and the College Hoops betting guide. It's a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Let's take a look at this week's coming college football lines. Next, right here on The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidman. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Let's take a look at the upcoming lines for your top 25, your Associated Press top 25, not the college football playoff rankings schedule because it could be different. Uh, on third on Friday, excuse me, number 22, San Diego State takes on UNLV here in Vegas. San Diego State is an 11-point favorite. Uh, number one, Georgia on Saturday takes on Charleston Southern. The big game in the Big Ten, noon kickoff. Uh, it's on ABC. It's not the big noon kickoff on Fox. It's an ABC game. The, the Fox game is the Oklahoma game. But it is Ohio State and Michigan State. Ohio State is a 19-point favorite over Michigan State. Goes to show you just what the books feel about who really is the best team in the Big Ten um, as it is a big, big line here for Ohio State over Michigan State. Can Sparty keep it close? That is definitely one of the games that I have uh, circled here. On this board already. Is Michigan State 19-point underdogs? Oklahoma takes on Iowa State. Oklahoma needs to win and, uh, you know, maintain their status atop the Big 12 and put themselves in a position for Bedlam next week to win and get into the Big 12 championship game. Oklahoma's a five-point favorite at home. I circled this spot. I think they bounce back against Iowa State here. Uh, Texas A&M takes on Prairie View A&M. Battle the A&M's, no line there. Number 12, Wake Forest goes on the road to play Clemson. Clemson is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I have circled this game because uh, I do like Wake Forest here plus the points, but totals at 55. I like the over in this game as well. You got Purdue going to Northwestern. Purdue is an 11-and-a-half-point favorite. Iowa is a 12-point favorite at home against Illinois. Notre Dame is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Georgia Tech. Uh, They should cover that. They should cover that. Arkansas goes to Alabama. Alabama is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 56. I circled this because this game is going over. SMU. This is... Just call me Scotty American Conference because I don't think anybody bets the American Conference more than I do. And I don't think anybody wins on the American Athletic Conference more than I do. I mean, let me think about this. Like, I won on Houston game, lost on Houston first half, won on Houston last week, 
one on Houston the week before, one on Memphis two or three times this season, lost on Memphis once this season. Uh, South Florida did cover. I gave that out. I, I didn't play it, but South Florida did cover against Cincinnati. I'm trying to think of what my record is betting the American Athletic Conference. I'm going to go back and, and track that uh, out of my record. My college football record this year on official plays is 25-12-1. And, and of those 25 wins and 12 losses, I'm, I'm very curious to see exactly what is... How many of those were American Athletic Conference games? I will go back and I will look at that. I promise you. Uh, but SMU is a 12-point dog at Cincinnati. I've circled this. I like SMU. Michigan is 14.5-point favorites at Maryland. Wisconsin, 10-point favorites at home against Nebraska. Wisconsin, they figured this thing out, right? I mean, hello. Looking like the team that people thought they were going to be when the season started. They have now won six straight games, and they're and defensively, wow! I mean, what a job they have done. Their last three games, they beat Iowa twenty-seven-seven, they beat Rutgers fifty-two-three, and they beat Northwestern thirty-five-seven. They've allowed seventeen points in their last three games combined. Uh, defensively, they are just and really all season long defensively. Wisconsin, 7-3. and three. They have only allowed more than 14 points once. Michigan, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm talking about, I'm looking at their scores now. They allowed, uh, in their losses, Notre Dame beat them 41-13 and Michigan beat them 38-17. But in their, uh, in the other games, the totals that they have allowed, 16-7-0, 14, 13, 7, 3, 7. Pretty darn good for uh, this Wisconsin team that seems to have figured things out right now. Moving along on the schedule after the uh, Wisconsin laying 10, and I kind of like them laying 10 just because they don't give up any points. Uh, Pitt is laying 13 and a half against Virginia. UTSA is 10 and 0. They are laying five points at home against UAB. BYU is a 20-point favorite at Georgia Southern. NC State laying 11.5 at home against Syracuse. Baylor, fresh off their win over Oklahoma, will go to Manhattan, Kansas to take on Kansas State. That game right now is a pick em. Very interesting. Classic letdown spot, right? For Baylor. Coming off the exciting win of beating Oklahoma, hoping to get into the Big 12 championship game, probably ranked maybe in the top 10. And then imagine you lose on the road to Kansas State. <sighs> Wouldn't look good for Oklahoma, I'll tell you that much. Auburn is laying seven on the road against South Carolina. Uh, that could change, though. It appears that uh, Bo Nix is going to be out for the remainder of the season. Uh, so that means that he will not play, obviously, in the Iron Bowl against Alabama as well. He had an injured ankle, and um, that's it. So he is uh, not going to play. It's going to be T.J. Finley, who's going to be at quarterback. He was the at LSU, then transferred to Auburn. Uh, Oregon, this is a big game, on the road at Utah. 
Utah is a three-point favorite. And this game is so important because it's Oregon's playoff hopes on the line, but it's also the possible preview of the Pac-12 championship game. Oregon right now is at 6-1. and one. They're in. Okay? They're in. They're representing the Pac-12 North. Utah is 6-1 and one in the conference. They, with a win here, are in. The, if they, well, they got to win one of their last two games. Because if they, as long as they don't get a third loss, so as long as they don't lose to Oregon and Colorado and fall to 6-3 and three in the conference, they're in the Pac-12 championship game. So this is very. This is essentially a preview of the Pac-12 championship game. Utah's a three-point favorite. I think that's very, very interesting. Oregon's playoff hopes on the line at Utah coming up on Saturday. You have Ole Miss as a big 36.5-point favorite against Vanderbilt and Oklahoma State laying 10.5 on the road at Texas Tech. All uh, interesting numbers here that jump out to me. Friday night, big game in the American Athletic Conference. Houston, 9-1, and one, takes on Memphis. Houston is in the American Championship game. They are 7-0 in the conference. They uh, are 9-1. Cincinnati is 6-0 in the conference. They are 10-0. Cincinnati will play SMU and ECU. So there is a possibility that if Cincinnati loses their last two games and SMU would win their last game against Tulsa, that SMU would get into the American Championship game. Houston is already in. That's it. They're done. They're in. Houston plays against Memphis, and they are a nine-and-a-half-point home favorite against the Tigers. It's an interesting spot because Houston has... I'm, I'm not sure what they have to play for because... And it's not a look-ahead because they, they finish up the season with UConn, right? But they do not, well, I guess they could if they win out and somebody else loses. You see, the, the highest-ranked group of five champion will get into a New Year's Six Bowl game. So it could be Cincinnati, right, if they don't make it to the college football playoff. Could also be UTSA. And maybe it's going to be Houston. So we'll keep an eye on all of that stuff coming up. Update you on what's going on in the NBA, what happened this past weekend, what happened here on Sunday, and what's going to happen coming up for the rest of this week. Coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow along on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VCB Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the sports betting network.
With college basketball starting, now is the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide for only $10. This year's guide has everything you need to bet on the games all season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops Peterson, Matt Humans, and Tim Murray, provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Scott Sandenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead on vcin, the sports betting network. Taking a look at the NBA on Sunday, favorites went 5-2 and two, both straight up and against the spread. The only two upsets were the Hornets beating the Warriors 106-102, just the second loss of the season for Golden State. And the Bulls beating the Clippers, snapping their winning streak, 100-90, to the final score there. Unders went 4-2-1. and There was a push on the Nets and the Thunder. Unders this season have improved now to 119-78-2. So unders in the NBA are hitting at 60.4% this season. You know, I look right now. And I still feel that there are opportunities to fade bad teams. Just betting against bad teams. Are there instances where somebody will come up with an upset? Yeah, it happens. But the Rockets are 1-12. They've lost 11 straight games. This is the worst team in the NBA. The Pelicans are 2-12. and 12, And they just won. They're coming off a one. They're coming off a win. They're 1-9 their last 10 games. You know, the Magic are 3-10. Pistons are 3-9. The Hawks, how bad are they on the road? 1-8 on the road. What a disaster. At home, 4-1 on the road. One and eight. So I do think there are opportunities, and the, and the Blazers too on the road. Oh, Blazers are one and seven on the road. So I do think that there are opportunities to pick on bad teams. So with that being said, let's take a look at what we have coming up on Monday. You have a couple of games don't have lines out just yet, but the Wizards are at home against the Pelicans. Uh, Wizards will be favored in that game. And... Yeah, Wizards two and a half. I think the Wizards cover that. I think the Wizards win. Pick on a bad team in the Pelicans. Hawks are at home against the Magic. I will pick on the Magic. Hawks are a ten and a half point favorite at home against the Magic. That's a high number. Hawks, bad on the road, great at home. Well, I wouldn't say great, but just much better at home. Speaking of great, though, Trey Young. He's been great. He has 17 40-point games in his career. That's tied with Kevin Durant and LeBron James for the third most by any player in his first four seasons since the 76-77 NBA-ABA merger. Only Michael Jordan and Shaquille O'Neal have had more. Shaq had 21. Jordan had 62. It's just absurd. You talk. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about Trey Young, who has 17 
and that's incredible, right? 17 40-point games through the uh, in his first four seasons when Jordan had 62 of them. That's unreal. Uh, but I do like the Hawks picking on a bad team in the Magic. The Rockets, excuse me, are a bad team. And the Grizzlies are an 11-point favorite over the Rockets. But I, I can't even make these lines high enough for as bad as the Rockets are. So I like the uh, I like the Grizzlies at home to beat the Rockets. That would certainly be a shocker if they lose that one. Blazers are at home, so not sure that you could pick on them there. Uh, you can pick on the Thunder. The Miami Heat, nine-point favorites on the road against the Thunder. The Heat are uh, they can't they beat the Jazz, uh, um, so they're you know continuing this road trip here. This is now their fifth straight road game, but they lost three straight to start the road trip, and then they beat the Jazz, and now they are at the Thunder, so should be able to uh, you know keep things moving in a positive direction. Other games of note, I, I think I'm staying away from the Bulls and the Lakers. Uh, I would lean towards the Bulls, but you know who knows that's. Going to be a, a tough game to decide there. I mentioned the Blazers are at home, so I guess you could back them. They're a small one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, you have the Suns as a three-and-a-half-point road favorite at the Timberwolves. It's interesting. I think the Knicks are in a good bounce-back spot. They're at home against the Pacers. Knicks are coming off two straight losses. They just lost to the Pacers a little over a week ago, so maybe a little bit of a re- revenge spot. I think the Knicks uh, are in a good spot here to bounce back uh, against the Pacers. The Kings are a four-and-a-half-point favorite at the Pistons, so you could back the Kings picking on a bad team in the Pistons. The Kings so far this season, uh, three and four away from home, but the Pistons are one and four at home this season. Uh, The Cavs, two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against the Celtics. Cleveland has been a very profitable underdog team, but these two teams just played the other day. The Cavs winning outright, 91-89. Very difficult to beat a team uh, two games in a row. So I would probably lean towards the Celtics in this one, especially when you consider that game, which was, was that, Saturday? Uh, my days run into each other. Saturday night. Uh, the Celtics had a 19-point lead in that game. And the Cavs came back and won. So uh, I think, the, you know, probably back the Celtics here to to bounce back from this one uh, on Monday night. So that's where we are with the NBA schedule coming up on Monday. But, you know, you're taking a look at the standings right now. The Brooklyn Nets, they've certainly... Uh, you know, bounced back. Started off a little bit slow, but they're eight and two in their last ten games. They're ten and four overall. They're the second best record in the Eastern Conference. The Wizards actually have the best record in the Eastern Conference. They are nine and three. Uh, they've won four straight, seven and three in their last ten. Uh, the uh, biggest streak in the NBA right now, uh, with the Warriors losing, uh, goes to the Suns. Suns have won eight straight games. They're eight and two. In their last 10, 9-3 uh, on the season. The Nuggets have won five straight. They're 9-4 and four on the year. They've won seven of their last 10. And then the losing streak, as I mentioned. The Rockets have lost 11 straight games. They are 1-12. and 12. Uh, The 76ers have actually lost four straight games. How about that? The Sacramento Kings 
have lost four straight games. So those are your streaking teams right now in the association. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Sticking in basketball and going to college hoops. I mean, what a game we had Saturday night. I thought Texas was going to cover, and Texas plus the points was, to me, the right side against Gonzaga. But Drew Timmy scored 37 points as uh, Gonzaga blew out Texas. So uh, that wasn't even a sweat if you had Gonzaga laying the points there. Coming up on Monday, games featuring top 25 teams, the aforementioned number one Gonzaga Bulldogs. They face Alcorn State. There's no line on that game. It's probably going to be too high. Uh, UCLA is a 28.5-point favorite over Long Beach State. You have Illinois, an 8.5-point favorite at Marquette. Ohio State is a 15.5-point favorite hosting Bowling Green. Baylor plays Nichols, no line there. Those are your top 25 games. Uh, any games of relevance in the, um, just in general, on your schedule, nothing really jumping out about Monday's schedule. Uh, you have a couple of games, I believe. No, there's not even really, uh, there's an ESPNU game. Nothing really attractive on the college football schedule. A full, ga- full day of college basketball but nothing that really jumps out. Uh, Tuesday, you have you know, Duke's in action, Kentucky's in action, but no one really plays anybody. A big game, uh, Houston plays Virginia on Tuesday, so that's an interesting game. That'll be nationally televised on ESPN. And then you have BYU-Gonzaga also nationally, uh, BYU, excuse me, Oregon, also nationally televised on ESPN. So those are a couple, little more fun games on your Tuesday schedule. Not so much here. On Monday. And right now, I think we're all just waiting. At least I'm waiting until we get to those games in Vegas coming up at the end of the month where Gonzaga in back to back games will take on number two UCLA and number nine Duke. That's the 23rd and the 26th of November. That's really what I'm waiting for for this college basketball season. Uh, but there's definitely winners out there to be had. And you can read all about them in our college basketball betting guide. And uh, I'm sure we'll have more to come in the coming weeks. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead. You're on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air and at VSIN Live. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vsin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and match-up data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on vcin, the sports betting network, and you know, taking a look at the prop tracker with the odds to win the MVP. Honestly, I don't know who's going to win this thing. <laughs> Last week, I said, you know what? Tom Brady, lock it in. Because everybody on the board regressed or didn't play. It was Jared Allen who didn't play, I mean, who who uh, took a step back. They lost to the Jaguars. Kyler Murray, or Josh Allen, excuse me. Kyle Murray didn't play. Matt Stafford took a step back when they lost. Lamar Jackson took a step back on, on Thursday. They lost. Dak Prescott took a step back when they lost. And Aaron Rodgers didn't play. And so who was left? The person that was left was Tom Brady. And at plus 350, I said, all right, there's the guy. There's your MVP. But Tom Brady now takes a step back. And who really shined here this week in the NFL that maybe took a step up? Patrick Mahomes, I think, absolutely took a step up. Patrick Mahomes was all the way down the list at plus 6,500. Mahomes comes out here on Sunday Night Football and throws for 406 yards and five touchdowns. It's pretty good. Mahomes, I think, putting himself 
right in the conversation to be the MVP. Josh Allen, good game, 366 yards, two touchdowns. Is he he keep himself in that top right there, put himself, you know, in the conversation. Dak Prescott, 296 yards and two touchdowns. Certainly he could keep himself in, in the conversation. I think Matthew Stafford has a real opportunity here on Monday night. If Stafford has a big game, we're talking high 200s, maybe 300 passing yards, three touchdowns. I don't think he has to do what Mahomes did. With the 405, 303, something like that, Stafford, who is plus 800, could really put himself uh, right there with Tom Brady and Josh Allen. Kyler Murray not playing another game, I do think that that hurts him a little bit. I really do. Uh, For Coach of the Year, it's it's, got to be Mike Vrabel. It's got to be Mike Vrabel. Cliff Kingsbury and the Cardinals, they lost... Brandon Staley and the Chargers, I mean, look look at the way that the Chargers have played. Are we really now? I mean, the Chargers have have fallen back to the pack. And this is a team a couple of weeks ago that I certainly was talking about as a Super Bowl contender that I was talking about, uh, you know, yeah, Brandon Staley, coach of the year. They've lost three of their last four games. So I, I, I think the Chargers have definitely taken a step back here. And so Brandon Staley has to take a step back for coach of the year. But the Titans keep winning. And if Mike Vrabel's not the favorite when this is re-released on Monday or Tuesday, there's there's something wrong. Something wrong with these odds if Mike Vrabel's not the favorite to win the coach of the year after what the Titans just continue to do. Let's take a look now at what the odds are for week 11 in the NFL with posted lines up on DraftKings, uh, some games do not have posted lines, so let's go with what we have right now. Thursday night football will kick off week 11. That'll be in Atlanta, the Patriots at the Falcons. The Patriots are a five-and-a-half-point road favorite. Total in that one is 47. On Sunday, the Eagles will host the Saints, and the Eagles are a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home against New Orleans. Total in that one is 44. The Jets are at home against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are a three-point road favorite. Total in that one is 46. The Carolina Panthers are a three-point favorite at home against the Washington football team. Total in that one is 43. The Buffalo Bills are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Colts. Total of 49. The Cleveland Browns, a 10-point favorite at home against the Lions, total of 46. The 49ers are a 6-point road favorite at Jacksonville against the Jaguars, total of 47. The Titans are laying 10.5 at home against the Texans, total of 45.5. Packers are a 2.5-point favorite on the road in Minnesota against the Vikings, total of 49.5. The Ravens are a six-point favorite in Chicago against the Bears, total of 45. The Cardinals, a two-point favorite in Seattle, total of 50. And then Monday Night Football, the Bucks are an 11.5-point favorite at home against the New York Football Giants with a total of 50. Right off the bat, games that jump out to me. 
Patriots certainly on Thursday night against the Falcons. They should win. They're playing great football. Uh, the Falcons just got blown out by the Cowboys. But then again, Falcons are kind of Jekyll and Hyde, right? You play well and beat the Saints. You get walloped by the Dallas Cowboys. Don't necessarily know which Falcons team will show up, but nothing about them gives me confidence. Uh, but every time I watch the Patriots, they are playing really good football. Uh, the Saints, as a road underdog, I like them against the Eagles. Uh, Eagles, they, and I bet against the Eagles here on Sunday. And I, watching that game was very frustrated because the Broncos were driving with an opportunity to score and tie the game. And they fumble on inside inside the red zone. They're like the 18, 16 yard line, whatever it was. It's like a scramble for the football, and Darius Slay picks it up. And the Eagles then run it all the way back. Teddy Bridgewater, and, and, and if you've seen this video clip, or you haven't seen this video clip, find it on Twitter and, and watch this video clip. Teddy Bridgewater makes one of the saddest attempts to tackle somebody. And I get it. You're the quarterback. Just stay healthy. A lot of coaches will tell your quarterback, just just, to, just try and get in the guy's way and that's it. Don't try to make a tackle. Don't try to be the hero. But the game's really on the line here. And okay, so you don't score and you don't tie the game. You give up the football on a bad fumble. If you can hold them and you don't let them score, you get the football back, you can still tie the game. Bridgewater just makes no attempt. It, it's, it really was embarrassing. It, it almost looked like Bridgewater was like playing for the other team, you know? like Because he just goes like this. And Darius Slade runs right by him all the way for a touchdown. So that game was over once that touchdown, once that happened. Once the, the Broncos didn't convert their opportunity to tie the game, at, at that point it was 20-13 to 13 Eagles. And the Eagles return that for a touchdown, make it 27-13. Game was over. Uh, the other ones that jump out to me, the Dolphins over the Jets. I mean, how bad are the Jets? Then again, the Dolphins are so bad. But, hey, the Dolphins just beat the Ravens. They play like that again. They're going to beat the Jets. Uh, Carolina against Washington. Washington, this is a letdown spot. Emotional high, beat the Bucks at home, big game. Now you got to go on the road, take on the Panthers. Cam Newton scored two touchdowns here on Sunday, and, and maybe he gets to start next week, you know, as he gets a, a, a full week of practice there. So I like the Panthers, actually, in that game. Uh, I do like the Lions on the road against the Browns. I, I, I just think they're due. Uh, they're playing tough football. I think the Texans could keep it close against the Titans, to be honest with you. Tennessee, it's almost like a letdown spot for them. I mean, look at these opponents that the Titans have played week in and week out. It's easy to get up for these opponents. It's easy to get up for the Bills, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams, even the Saints. Now you got to take on the Texans. Seems like a mail-in effort, you know what I'm saying? I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter, at Scott's on Air. 
S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We'll continue to look ahead to the upcoming week in the NFL and Monday Night Football as well, right here on The Look Ahead on VCV Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.